Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. If you follow the news, you've probably seen that the price of gold has been setting new all-time highs recently. There are several reasons why that is happening, including the rising cost of living, our national debt passing $34 trillion and continuing to skyrocket, and the upcoming elections in November which add to the economic uncertainty. It's why so many Americans, including myself, are turning to Birch Gold Group. Text OTR to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you can count on Birch Gold. Just text OTR to 989898 to claim your free info kit now. The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. An outstanding example, Lucky Strike. In a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And first, last, always, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. American. Lucky Strike presents The Man Who Knows. Mr. James Talley, independent tobacco warehouseman of Durham, North Carolina, has spent a lifetime in the tobacco business. Recently, he said, Season after season, I've seen fine tobacco bought by the makers of Lucky Strike. Yes, fine tobacco. Full of flavor, ripe and mild. I've smoked Luckers myself for 18 years. An auction after auction, independent tobacco experts like Mr. Talley can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Remember, LSMFT, LSMFT. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And fine tobacco means real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. Yes, next time you buy cigarettes, ask for Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills, where we find Rochester tidying up Jack's den. Mmm, it's sure messy in here. I can't understand why the boss saves all these things. He's sure sentimental. Look at this. A program from his first vaudeville appearance. Look what it says. The Palace Theater proudly presents that new violin virtuoso, Jack Benny. And specialized attraction, that sensational new invention, the Magic Lantern. <laughs> well, I better put these pictures away and... Uh-oh, what's this? A bunch of pink envelopes tied with a blue satin ribbon. Smell that perfume. These must be some of Mr. Benny's old love letters. I'm gonna open up one and read it. Well, I'll be darned. Cancel checks. <laughs> something the boss must have mislaid. It's a letter from the doctor who examined him and it isn't open. I better take it to him. But John, John, without you, life isn't worth living. Say, Mr. Benny, I found... Quiet, quiet, Rochester, I'm listening. John, oh, John, how can you walk out on me after all we've been 
to each other. I'm sorry, Agnes, but marriage isn't for us. It just wouldn't work. It serves me right. I should have listened to my father. Your father, your father. If he kept his nose out of it, things might have been different. Oh, they were they? Well, if I never see your face again, it will be all right with me. Goodbye. That suits me fine. Goodbye. Gee, this party line is better than a radio. <laughs> No commercials. <laughs> hey, what do you want, Rochester? <laughs> Quiet, Polly. What is it, Rochester? Uh, I found this letter from your doctor. Uh, read it to me. I haven't got my glasses. Yes, sir. It says, the results of your examination show the following. Your blood pressure is normal, your heart is perfect, your lungs clear, your blood count average, and you're in perfect condition. Mm, the doctor must have sent you this by mistake. Nonsense, Rochester. I feel wonderful. There's no mistake. Read on. Yes, sir. Uh, now, where was it? Oh, yes. You're in perfect condition. I want to congratulate you and hope it's a boy. <laughs> what? Sit down, boss. Let me get you some milk. Now, cut that out. And it's for the million things she gave. You can shut up, too, Polly. Rochester, let me see that report. You see? There, it was sent to the wrong address. Phew. <laughs> Rochester, stop holding my hand. I'm all right. I'll get it. You finish cleaning the den. Well, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Gee, Mary, it's good to see you again. Everybody missed you last week. Well, it was nice of you to let me go back to Plainfield for Mama Papa's 40th anniversary. Anniversary, anniversary. <laughs> hello, Polly. Well, hello, you. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Polly, she doesn't know she's a girl. <laughs> How was the anniversary party, Mary? Oh, wonderful, Jack. Everybody was there. First, Uncle Lou got up and made a speech. Then Cousin Earl got up and made a speech. Then Uncle Harry held up Pop, and he made a speech. Mary, your father got... I mean, at his own anniversary, he got himself inebriated? <laughs> well, Jack, it was such a gay party. Somebody sneaked in and spiked the punch with Aunt bourbon. No kidding. You know who did it? Yeah, Papa. Oh. <laughs> and, Jack... You should have been there to see my sister, babe. She's very fashionable now. She's got that new look. Shame she's got those old parts. <laughs> no, she really looks good. No, no kidding. Yes, in fact, she's got her old boyfriend back. You remember Herman Holquist? Oh, sure, Hermie. Yeah, was he at the party, too? No, he couldn't make it. He had to work. Well, there's one good thing about Herman. He's a steady worker. And that's what babe wants, you know, Stability. Say, there's no chance of Herman ever losing his job, is there? Of course not. There'll always be garbage. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe it was better he didn't go to the party. Uh, when did you, uh, when did... <laughs> when did you get back from Plainfield, Mary? Uh, Thursday night. I was just in time for Claudette Colbert's birthday party. How come you weren't there, Jack? Well, I was invited, but I felt kind of tired, so I stayed home and played gin rummy with Norman Krasner. Norman Krasner? <laughs> <laughs> Polly, I'm warning you One more interruption I won't take you to see Forever Amber <laughs> You know, Mary I kind of wish I could have gone back to 
Mary, what are you doing? I'm reading this letter from your doctor. Oh, that. It was just... Why, Jack, so that's why you couldn't go to Claudette's party. (laughs) That letter was sent here by mistake. My goodness. Uh, Say, boss, I was cleaning up the bedroom and I found Mr. Ronald Coleman's hat. Oh, well, take it back to him later, will you? Jack, what was Ronald Coleman's hat doing in your bedroom? Oh, it's a long story, Mary, but Ronnie and Benita spent the whole night here. Uh, I meant to tell you, boss, in the morning, Mr. Coleman told me that your mattress was much too hard. What do you expect, goose feathers? No, but he didn't expect silver dollars either. <laughs> hmm. And not only that, he said the mattress was lumpy. Fort Knox should have lumps like that. <laughs> yeah. Rochester, answer the door, will you please? I still can't understand what happened last week, Mary. Ronald Coleman called me, invited me over to his house for a costume party. When I got there, there was no party at all. As a matter of fact, they sneaked out the back door, came over here, and went to sleep. Something wrong, Mr. Benny? No, no, Dennis. It's nothing that would interest you. Uh, What brings you over here, kid? Well, I phoned Miss Livingston's house, and her maid told me she was over here. Hello, Mary. Hello, Dennis. Do you want to see me? Uh Uh-huh. You know, I sure missed you, Mary. I thought about you every single day while you were gone. Really? Yeah. You went off with the keys to my car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Dennis. I have them in my purse. Mary, how come you have the keys to Dennis's car? Well, Dennis took me to a football game, and I had to drive because... Dennis, Dennis, stop reading that letter. It's from my doctor. Why are you keeping it a secret? You should be very happy. (laughs) Dennis, don't be silly. That's a mistake. But the letter says... I don't care what the letter says. It's impossible. Oh, yeah, you're not even married. Yes, I'm glad you figured it out (laughs) Say, Jack Are we going to rehearse the program this afternoon like we always do? No, Mary, I put it off till tomorrow I have to go down to the Motor Vehicle Bureau And have my driver's license renewed It expired over a month ago But Rochester does all the driving Why do you need a license? Well, I like to have one with me You know, when I go to a bar They always ask me if I'm over 21, you know (laughs) Anyway, Dennis, we'll Mary, put down that vase Dennis, we'll have our rehearsal tomorrow. But as long as you're here, you can let me hear your song now. Okay. Thank you. 
I didn't love you so. Very good song, Dennis, and your voice is better than ever. Yeah, that's too bad. What? Well, if I didn't always have to keep singing on your Sunday show and my show Wednesdays, I'd be a great actor. Oh, sure, sure. I suppose you'd be another Edward G. Robinson or a, or a Ronald Coleman. It was awfully nice of you to say that, old fellow. Stop with those silly imitations, Dennis. You don't sound like Coleman at all. Well, you thought so last week when I called and invited you to a party. <laughs> what? Dennis. Denny boy, you... <laughs> you were the one that called me and disguised your voice like Ronald Coleman? You... you did that? Dennis. Dennis, answer me. Answer me! Yeah. Take your foot out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Dennis. Dennis, how could you do a thing like that to me? Now, I realize what a fool I made of myself last week. I don't blame Ronnie for being mad at me. I better call him up and apologize. What a foolish thing that was. The uh, Ronald Coleman residence... Hello, is Mr. Coleman there? Uh, who shall I say is calling? Uh, Jack Benny. Uh, one moment, please. You know, I feel better already. I mean, I'll explain everything to Ronnie. He'll understand we'll be friends again. After all, we do have so much... Hello? Here. Hello, Ronnie? Uh, this is the butler again, sir. Well, did you tell Mr. Coleman that I'm on the phone? Uh, yes, sir, and it's the first time he ever hit me. <laughs> Hit you? What's come over him? I don't know, sir, but when I mentioned your name, he screamed, Jack Benny, Jack Benny. And then he mumbled something about uh, dropping dead. <laughs> well, never mind. I'll just write a note and stick it in his laundry bundle. Uh, goodbye. Uh, goodbye, sir. What happened, Jack? Nothing, nothing. Ronnie wasn't in. Dennis, I can't get over it. How in the world could you think of pulling a trick like that? Well, I don't want to take all the credit, Mr. Benny. Phil Harris helped me think of it. What? In fact, it was his idea. Phil? Phil uh -huh. Harris? So it was Phil who put you up to it. Let me at that phone again. I'll fix it. Imagine two guys getting together. Ah, uh, Phil Harris has read his residence. <laughs> Not the butler speaking. Butler? Phil has a butler. Hey, why not? He's got two shows, you know. I know, I know. Let me talk to Mr. Harris. Oh, 
Okay, okay, keep your shirt on. <laughs> Some butler. But I'm gonna tell Phil it's plenty. Mr. Harris, social secretary speaking. <laughs> you like that? A butler and a social secretary having two shows certainly gone to his head. Put Mr. Harris on the phone, please. Just a minute. I'll tell Sabu to stop fanning him. <laughs> Sabu, look, tell, tell Mr. Harris I want to talk to him. Okay. Hey, Maharaja, get up off that Persian rug. You want it on the phone. Okay. Alice, you can take off that veil and stop dancing. How <laughs> do you like a guy like that? Hello? Phil, this is Jack. Oh, hiya, Jackson. What yeah. kind of a vitamin pill is holding you up today? <laughs> Never mind. That is something I want to talk to you about. What is it? Phil, did you put Dennis up to playing that trick on me last week? Oh, you found out about it, huh? <laughs> Pretty good, eh, Jackson? Pretty good. Let me tell you something. I knew that when we did it, you'd appreciate the humor behind it. Look, Phil... You're the kind of a man who can recognize the basic fundamentals of satiristical comedy. <laughs> Phil. Yes, sir, when it comes to a sophisticated situation that provokes mirth and laughter, you're the very first to perceive its true value. Look, Phil, you can't pull a wool Which over... Which is as it should be, because you're not only a great artist, but a dynamic, scintillating personality. I am? <laughs> Phil. Yes, sir, that's why the name Jack Benny is regarded by millions of people as the ultimate in the field of entertainment. Well... Well, Phil, it was awfully nice of you to call me. <laughs> and I, I certainly appreciate it. That's okay. Goodbye, Jackson. Goodbye, Phil. Oh, Phil, Phil. Phil, I got the most wonderful news to... Oh, I keep forgetting that letter was sent here by mistake. <laughs> Goodbye, Phil. You know, Mary, that Phil is such a sweet guy. I thought you were going to ball him out. Mary, I'm too big for that. I mean, I'm the kind of a man who can recognize the basic fundamentals of satiristical comedy. <laughs> Jack. What? Is that your head or is your nose stuck on some bubble loan? It's my head and put down that pin. Now, come on with me, Mary. I got to go downtown and get my driver's license. Hey, here comes Don Wilson. Don, what's the matter with you? You're trembling. Oh, Jack, I just had the most terrible experience. It was horrible. A woman tried to commit suicide. Suicide? How? I was walking down the street and she threw herself in front of me. <laughs> no! Fortunately, I stepped over her. Good. With your stomach? How did you know? Well, well I hope... Good, good. good. I, I hope I'm not late for rehearsal, Jack. Oh, Don, I should have called you. We're not rehearsing until tomorrow because I have to go and get my driver's license renewed. Well, Jack, this whole thing only takes a minute and we might as well rehearse the commercial while I have the quartet here. Oh, the sportsmen? Where are they? Right behind me. Oh, oh, oh. Hello, fellas. Hmm. You know, boys, you shouldn't always be walking behind Don. I mean, you're getting pale. You need a little sunshine. <laughs> Look, Don, I'm really in a hurry. Can't we do Jack, this? Jack, it'll only take a minute. Oh, all right. What is this number you've got? It's a song called I Believe. Well, good, good. Let's hear it. Okay, now, boys, remember what I told you. Just do the first chorus. I don't think Mr. Benny will like the second one. Yes, I don't like it when it gets silly, you know. Uh, tell him to go ahead, Don. All right. Take it, boys. I believe, I believe, I believe in wishing wells. And I also believe in a lot of things. Things that AZ tells. I believe, I believe. I believe in Lucky Strike, 
Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh, here's a girl over here taking application. There. Can I help you, sir? Yes, yes. I, I came here about my driver's license. My, how'd you ever think of this place? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were recommended by some pedestrian, you see. This is one of the places they told me to go. Now, <laughs> now miss... My license is expired, and I want to get a new one. All right. Your name? Jack Benny. Name? Jack Benny. Sex male. Yeah, but they had him worried this morning. <laughs> Mary. What's your height? Uh, five feet ten. Weight? Uh, one fifty-seven. Hair? A dollar ninety-eight. <laughs> Mary, it costs more. She doesn't mean that. She means the color. Miss, ha uh, Miss my hair is sort of a palomino gray. <laughs> Oh, yes. I noticed you're wearing its side saddle. <laughs> hmm. Your eyes? A lazy lagoon blue. <laughs> this suit I'm wearing doesn't do them justice. <laughs> All right. Take this application and get in line at window three for your eye test. Thank you. Come on, Mary. I got to go to window three. Yes, sir. Right over here. Your name. Thank you. This is where I take my eye test, isn't it? Yes. Now, can you read the third line on that chart? Well, not very well without my glasses. Uh, can you read the second line? Oh, yes, yes. It says... Uh, would you mind taking a step back? Not at all. Why? Uh, you're supposed to be at least one foot away from the chart. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I did creep up a little too close there, didn't I? And now can you still read that second line? Yes, that's A-L-X-R-B. You're wrong. That's 13769. <laughs> funny, my making such a glaring mistake. Maybe I ought to put on my glasses. There. Is it all right to drive a car wearing glasses? Oh, sure, I wear them too. In fact, I think I'll put mine on. Say, the rims on your glasses are just like mine, aren't yeah, they? so they are. Now, looking at the same chart, I want you to... 
Say, you're right. That is ALXRB. <laughs> That's funny. Now it looks like one, three, seven, six, nine. You're both wrong. It says Uncle Sam wants you. Oh, yes. Now, what, what do I do next? You have to take your road test. Go right through that door to the street. Thank you. Come on, Mary. Who takes the next driving test? I do. Mary, we'll wait here. I'll be back in a minute. Follow me. I hope I won't be nervous. I haven't driven in an awfully long time. This is my car right, right here. Now, before we start, I want to find out how much you know about a car. Yes, sir. Now, where's your gasoline tank? In the rear. Your gas line? Under the chassis. Your gauge? 38. <laughs> Oh, oh, I thought you said my age. The gauge, the gauge is on the dashboard. All right, Mr. Benny. Start the car. Yes, sir. The motor must be cold. <laughs> Shall I crawl underneath and light a can of Sterno? <laughs> no, no, I'll try it again. Well, we're running along smoothly now. Is there anything in particular you'd like me to do? Yes, get off the sidewalk. <laughs> oh. Oh, pardon me. There. We're okay now. And I want you to know that I can really drive better than this, but I'm a little nervous with an inspector in the car. I understand. Now try and keep your mind on your driving, Mr. Benny. I will. See that big truck in front of you? Which one? Take your head out of the windshield now. Look, Inspector, I can explain the whole thing. It's just that I What's was. What's the matter with you? Can't you see where you're going, you dumb ox? What? You heard me. I got a good notion to haul off. Feed him, driver! Yeah, slug him! Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, driver. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Standing here arguing when on our feet lies a poor little dog. Come here, puppy. Up into my arms. Were you hurt bad? He's a nice guy. Yeah. Anybody that loves dogs is okay with me. Poor little puppy. Hey, you know, bud, you really are a nice guy. I had you all wrong. I'm sorry I flew off the handle. Oh, it's all right. I'll see that my insurance company fixes up your car. Thanks. Come on. Come on, puppy. Let's go home now. Jack. Jack, I just heard a crash. Are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. Come on, let's get out of here. Okay, but I thought maybe... 
Jack, what's that you've got cuddled up in your arms? My toupee. Come on. <laughs> let's get out of here. Come on. Let's get out of here. Jack, we'll be back in just a minute. But first... Essential to continuing success. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. L-S-M-F-T. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And fine tobacco is what counts in a cigarette. Remember what happens at the tobacco auctions? Year after year, at market after market, independent tobacco experts can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Lucky Strike presents The Man Who Knows. Mr. Percy Joyner, independent tobacco auctioneer of Lewisburg, North Carolina, sold 26 million pounds of tobacco leaf in one season alone. Not long ago, he said, At all the auctions I've ever attended, I've seen the makers of Lucky's buy really fine tobacco, ripe, mild leaf that makes a grand smoke. That's why I've been a Lucky Strike smoker for 16 years. So for your own real, deep-down smoking enjoyment, remember... L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. Yes, next time you buy cigarettes, ask for Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. Well, Mary, I'm sure glad I got my driver's license. For a while there, I thought that... Excuse me. Hello? Eddie Cantor? Oh, hello, Eddie. Yes, yes, I'll be on your show Thursday. By the way, how's Ida? Good, good. How's Marilyn? How's Janet? How's Edna? How's Natalie? How's Marjorie? How's Sam? Eddie, Eddie, don't get excited. I just threw him in to make you feel good. Yeah, I'll see you Thursday. Goodbye. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.